Today, I'm sitting down with John Toomer, who is the owner of Reliant Insurance Services. They specialize in home auto and flood insurance. Now, they offer uh, other types of, of insurance as well, but those are the main uh, categories of insurance and probably the ones that we all need the most, home auto and flood. Now, I met John through... Um, I believe we met through social media, um, but super awesome guy, super uh, great with with what he does with at the insurance agency that he runs, and um, you know customer service is a is a massive massive component in uh, in the real estate world and in, in business in general, and that's one thing that John does really well. So uh, I'm excited to kind of sit down, chat with him a little bit more, learn more about Reliant Reliant Insurance Services. And, and how John got into an insurance uh, as well. It's not something that um, a lot of kids grow up like wanting to be uh, running an insurance agency. So curious to see what he has to say, say there. And, I'm, and I know you'll, you'll tune in and enjoy it as well. Welcome to another episode of Palm Harbor Local. I'm your host, Florida native and real estate ninja, Donnie Hathaway. You know, I started this podcast because I'm extremely passionate about connecting you with the people and the local businesses that make Palm Harbor so special. Palm Harbor, Florida is a great place to live, work, and play. It has everything you could dream of, from the food, the outdoors, the lifestyle, to the people in the community. I wanted to create a podcast that connected the community and inspired everyone to live better. To join this community and stay up to date on all things Palm Harbor, visit my website. It's palmharborlocal.com and sign up there to join the locals. And remember, together, we keep Palm Harbor local. So welcome, John. Appreciate you being on the podcast today. I am, I'm super excited to chat with you. We've chatted before. Yeah. Yeah. So thanks for being here. Glad to be here. Yeah. So um, let's start off by talking about your business, Reliant Insurance, and kind of what you do and and kind of how you got into that as well. Yeah. So we specialize in home insurance, flood insurance, and auto insurance. We write a lot of different other types of insurance as well. Um, but where we really built our niche was with realtors and lenders. And that's kind of what I've grown the agency on is working with them and bringing value to them um, and their clients. So, for example, somebody comes, they need to buy a house. Obviously, they need insurance. We're there to help out. And there's, as you know, as a realtor, there's lots of different pitfalls that they can fall into while mm-hmm. trying to get the insurance. So mm-hmm. we're there as an expert dealing with people who are buying homes and we kind of overcome those. We deal with it every day. There's pretty much nothing we haven't seen. Yeah. And um, yeah, so we just take care of it and do it quickly, efficiently and with a smile. And people seem to like it. Yeah. <laughs> so how did you, how did you get into insurance? Cause that's, I, you know, I feel like that's a, a career that, you know, probably a lot of people look at and they're like, Oh, I don't, I don't want to, you know, no, I never planned on it. I worked for my father-in-law for a number of years, and he was in insurance, but it's a different type of insurance. They focus on dealing with uh, extended warranties, things of that nature, okay. through car dealerships. Okay. So it's a completely different type of insurance. And uh, one time he came up with the idea about opening an insurance agency. I said, John, do you ever think about that? I said, no. I said, okay. So I got my license, and I opened an insurance agency. Um, so I got into it. <laughs> Um, that way. But when I first opened it, I looked back at, you know, how did insurance change my life? And mm-hmm. one of the big things is I grew up, my dad owned a fleet of shrimp boats. 
So I grew up around the docks and, you know, boats going out and in all the time. And fortunately, he was able to stay home while the boats went in and out um, for a number of years. But eventually he did have to go and run on his boat. Um, so he did that and it sank. And if you don't have insurance, that's his livelihood. Yeah. So fortunately, they had insurance. It paid for it. It paid for lost income. He was able to get a new boat, and I actually helped him. It was my uh, freshman year in college. I took off – no, my sophomore year. Took off the fall semester and actually helped get the boat in shape to go out and went out on the maiden voyage with it. And yeah. then, uh, then I – I hung up my uh, stirrups. I was done. Yeah, yeah. Th- enough of that. It's tough work. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. stick to the insurance stuff. Uh-huh. Um, so, you know, insurance is like one of those things. I mean, it, now it seems like there's insurance for everything. Obviously, like there's you know like the insurance that you cover for home, auto, and, and flood. Mm-hmm. Like those are the things, the important stuff that you you really need, right? And now yeah. there's like insurance for anything and everything. Like you you name it. Um, so what, what led you to, uh, stick with like, you know, the type of insurance that you started with? So the home and the flood is, you know, you're pretty standard. Um, you know, it's what most people have Mm -hmm. and they're required by law to have it. So it's a good business to be in. Right. Um, and then flood, we are in Florida and we are in Tampa Bay and actually Pinellas County is one of the highest, you know, rated, they have more homes in a flood zone than pretty much anywhere else in the United States. Really? Yes. I had no idea. So it's a great market to be in for flood as well. Yeah. Wow. Um, so that's kind of why I targeted those. And then we do boats and motorcycles and umbrella policies and all the other toys that people have. Yeah. Okay. Those kind of fill in in between. Yeah. So where do you see, um, I know there's been a lot of, you know, questions and headaches and stuff with insurance, like cost of insurance, especially homeowners insurance, yeah. um, rising over the last couple of years in Florida with the fraud and all that stuff mm-hmm. going on. Um, what do you see kind of happening with that? What do you see like the future of insurance? Like, is it going to, I guess, kind of get cleaned up or, you know, I don't see prices coming down, right? Slowly, prices might. We might go into a soft market at some point, but not anytime soon. It might be a few years before prices start to actually go down once they get control of the litigation. They did pass um, some laws recently that should help, um, but a lot of the problem is the attorney's fees and the way the attorneys are set up. And while they did address some of that, um, it's still a big issue. Mm-hmm. Um, but they're, they're cleaning it up, but it's probably going to take a good 18 months before we see the actual results of those laws. Mm-hmm. Um, and no, like you had mentioned, prices really won't go down. Maybe if we go into a soft market, we get some new carriers that come in. What happens, these new carriers come in, they don't have a book of business, so they don't have any losses. So they can charge a cheaper price because they don't have to worry about claims. Yeah. Um, so they'll come in and then they'll drive price down a little bit, mm-hmm. um, but then it goes back up. It's cyclical. Yeah. Yeah. Just like anything, just any like business. Anything. Yeah. Do are there? Do we typically have? I know. I think the last two insurance uh, carriers that I had either left the state or um, um, went out of business. Mm-hmm. Um, is that is that just like because of like more recently of the litigation and and maybe flooding and that sort of stuff or absolutely well it's more yeah. of the litigation the roof it's the roof claims yeah it's the primary That's put a driver. lot of people out of business yeah um, absolutely so what happens it's not even the claims payout that's really putting them it's the attorney's fees 
because the attorneys can charge up to three times their actual rate working with the insurance companies when they're going against it. Oh. And so they so can try to, to fight the claim, yeah. but then next thing they know, they're paying $150,000 when the claim was a $20,000 claim. Yeah. And so that's, it's the way the laws are written. And that's what, you know, before when I alluded to attorneys, that's one of the things too, is the attorney yeah. fees and the way they're structured. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. Um, so let's talk about like, um, like running a business or owning a business. Mm-hmm. Is that something you always wanted to do as a kid growing up or? I didn't know what I wanted to do. I mean, there's a part when, you know, when I was younger, I wanted to be a baseball player and then a yeah. veterinarian and then a cop. <laughs> a veterinarian. Yeah, okay. a veterinarian. Um, and then through college, it was a cop for the first couple years. I was 911 dispatcher and I was kind of, I was a criminology major and that's where I was going. And then one day I decided I didn't want to do that because, you know, the pay wasn't worth the risk. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I didn't know what I wanted to do. Um, so I just got a, a communications degree. Okay. Um, so it's like business without the math yeah. in a way. Yeah. So a little bit of marketing, persuasion, things okay. of that nature. Um, and I really like that. But yeah. So what is it? Um, I guess, what do you enjoy about the insurance side of the business too? I like the business aspect. Um, running a business, managing a business. I don't know if it's because my father always owned a business. Yeah. And my father-in-law owned his own business. And so that's what I was used to being around. Just like in your blood. Yeah. So, and I don't, I'm a good employee, but I, I always kind of like to do my own thing, mm-hmm. both in my personal life and professional. Mm-hmm. And it's the double-edged sword yeah. many times. <laughs> um, but that's the same thing too, as I was always drawn to sales um, from college, starting in college, because if you produce they leave you alone for the most part, your managers. Right. right. Um, and it's a very independent type of position. Um, and I like that. And that's what I like about owning a business is mm-hmm. you get to make the decisions. Now it comes with all the stress and all yeah. the baggage that comes with it. Right. Um, but it's worth it. Yeah. If you can, if you can handle that, then, yeah. then you're good. What, um, what kind of jobs did you have like in school or did you work in school or? I did. I worked full time. Um, put myself through college with a part scholarship, part working. Yeah. Um, I like sold cell phones majority of the time. Cell phones. Okay. That's when I got into sales Okay, and I realized yeah. I liked it and I never thought about sales before that. Okay. Um, I actually started in customer service and cell phones. Cool. Yeah. At a location. Um, so cell phones and then I started selling some cars. Nice. Part time okay. in college. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So you've been a, a few, few different sales roles. Mm-hmm. Um, so we've talked before about um, about the business and, um, marketing and, and that sort of stuff. What do you, let's talk about that a little bit. And, and then what do you enjoy about the marketing side of running? I mean, cause you're running a business, right? You got to do sales, you got to do marketing, um, the customer service, mm-hmm. all of it, you know, um, is marketing your, your kind of your favorite aspect of the it's business? My favorite. And it's the main thing I focus on, you know, yeah. I've been fortunate enough over the last five years to build a company where I have employees that handle most of the day to day the quoting and the binding of the policies and working with clients. So my job at the end of the day is a, to manage that and to put in the systems and processes so they can operate. Mm-hmm. But also is to make the phone ring, you know, to bring the clients in, which is all marketing. Right. Um, so that's what I do most of the time. And um, after COVID, we, you know, we kind of slowed down with COVID, uh, not business wise business we picked up, which was Interesting because the housing market picked up. Yeah. And a lot of times our sales will follow the housing market because we do work with lenders and realtors so much. Um, but yeah, that's what I enjoy doing. Um, I think it's the creative side too. 
I'm not very good at drawing or yeah. pictures or anything like that. But when it comes to marketing, things just pop in my head. Some of them are ridiculous <laughs> and will never work. Um, and others, you know, turn out to be okay. Yeah. So what what is it that like that process of, you know, you have an idea and you're like, okay, let's try this. Is it you just enjoy like that side of like trying new things and or maybe just like the independence of like being like. It's it's different. I don't like to say monotony. <laughs> I like different. I like change. I like new. Yeah. Um, again, double edged sword. Yeah. How do you, how do you, like, how do you balance that of like, you know, you find something that works, let's stick with this. And then it becomes like monotonous and maybe a little bit boring, but it's working and you don't want to change that. Right? Yeah. I try not to change it. I mean, unfortunately, there's never been a, an idea that I've come up with that's been so big that yeah. I can just rest my laurels on. And I, I think that's the same for most businesses out there. There's yeah. no silver bullet. You know, right. it's a bunch of little things you're doing right. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's true. So it's just something new, something different. Yeah. Um, trying to come up with something. And that's the fun part. And then once I build it or get it to where I want and it's going, I'll get bored. And I'll have to decide, okay, how well is this working? Is this something I want to continue to? Or is this something that it's doing okay, but I can replace it with something that might do a little better mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah. or pull a piece from it and, you know, exactly expand another idea. Um, and marketing's always changing, right? The, the way you market. Yes. Right. I mean, 20 years ago, it used to be a lot different than it is, than it is now. So yeah, yeah it's interesting. I do like the, uh, the, I think that's one thing I've kind of focused on the last couple of years in, in my real estate business mm -hmm. too, is like marketing and, and learning how to run a business too, because having, you know, no experience in, you know, running a business and yep. building a business, you know, that's something I've really wanted to learn so that, you know, you could translate that into anything else you want to do. Oh, absolutely. You know? Yeah. It's a learning curve too. Yeah. Yeah. You're always learning. Yeah. Um, so what are some, maybe some tips or advice for somebody who's starting a business and, um, for, for like marketing tips, right? Like what are some ways or strategies or something that they can try? Um, that are maybe like universal. What's up, Palm Harbor? It's your host, Donnie Hathaway. If you are looking to stay up to date with all things Palm Harbor, then visit my website. It's palmharborlocal.com. Super simple. You can sign up there, join the locals, where I'll be sharing more information on local events, local history, and what's happening in Palm Harbor. You know, I really want to create and add more value to you as a listener for spending your valuable time tuning into my podcast. So join me there, keep listening, and remember, together, we keep Palm Harbor local. My number one tip to anybody, and this this is for all of life, and this is very generic, but I swear by it because I've come up with, I've come against a lot of obstacles, is never give up. Just when you're down, when you're out, and that's the hardest part about owning your business or being a, a solopreneur or whatever you're doing, is you start to doubt yourself and you start to question yourself. Yeah. And, then, you know, I'm sure you've done the same thing and you lay there. But just never give up. Keep moving forward. If something doesn't work, guess what? It's that's fine. Go find something else that will work. Most of the time, they don't work. Yeah. Most of my ideas, they're. I mean, a lot of my ideas I come up with, and you might be the same. Laying in bed, you're trying to fall asleep. Your mind's going. All of a sudden, an idea pops in your head. So what I do is, I don't keep a notepad. I email myself. Okay. So I email myself the idea. So the next morning, when I get to my desk, I have it up there and. Half the time, I just delete it. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, that was that was dumb. <laughs> yeah. The other half of the time, I hold on to it and think about it. And then every once in a while, there'll be something good that comes of it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I like that. I, I feel like I've been there, too, where it's like, you know, you have this idea and you're like half asleep and you're like, oh, this is good. 
And then you think, you know, you visit it again the next morning. And you're like, what? <laughs> what was I thinking? <laughs> um, yeah. And I think that's, um, yeah, I remember early on in real estate, like speaking of, you know, not giving up, mm. like there's definitely those days. And I don't know if it's just like you, like everybody has to kind of go through that um, phase or whatever, but there's definitely those days where you're just like, you're just not feeling it. Right. Mm-hmm. And then for me, I figured out, um, that when I would have those moments or I, I would feel it, you know, like, oh, I just don't feel like, you know, showing up today or whatever it is, yeah. I would just show up and I would, you know, just push through those, those moments. Mm-hmm. And then I would look back and be like, you know, I'd, I'd find like a win or something that I got in that moment just for showing up that day. Yep. It could have been something small, but, um, but it ended up being like, a huge win, you know, long-term, right? Yeah. Just, just pushing through and persevering. Absolutely. Yeah. That's, but it's not always easy to do. No, in, in it's those very moments. hard. Yeah. And that's the difference. A lot of times, you know, between the first place guy and the second place guy or the, the mm-hmm. fifth place guy, there's not a big difference in between, but you know, typically the one shows up every time is consistent. That's just life. Yep. Yep. Discipline. Right. Which is tough. Yeah. Discipline. That's probably the hardest thing. I, I was, ha- I was having a conversation with somebody recently and we were talking about discipline. Yeah. Um, it's like discipline and, and hard work, right? If, if everybody, if you could like master those two traits. Yeah. I mean, if it was easy. Everybody would do it. <laughs> right? Yep. Exactly. Exactly. Um, so speaking of easy or, or challenging, what have been, what have been some challenges from, uh, I guess starting a business that you've had to kind of overcome? It was a grind. I mean, in the beginning, it's just a lot of time and sweat equity. Yeah. Um, and that was a lot. And not knowing what I was doing and, and trying to figure out where my place was. Because when I started the agency, I didn't know I was going to work with realtors and lenders. didn't even cross my mind. Um, so I was trying, you know, first I started going with family and friends and trying to branch out from there. And then I stumbled across working with a realtor. Then I met a lender. Then I was like, I kind of like this. I like the, the home, um, and real estate market. Yeah. Um, I just enjoy doing that. So that's kind of, kind of how I kind of ran with that. Is that not like a logical step for an insurance agency to partner with lenders? And in, in it, it is very common. Okay. Absolutely. Cause it's a great source of new leads. Right. Um, and it's great. It's all relationship based. Yeah. You build those connections. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they're going to keep coming back and back. Yep. Yeah. Um, yeah. But managing, I'd say the difficulty, one thing I wasn't prepared for is managing people. I mean, I've yeah. managed people in the past. I've been a sales manager. Yeah. Um, but sometimes it's, it's not that it's difficult all the time. It's just the least enjoyable part of my business. I, I love talking to them. I love working with them in the day to day and we have our morning meeting and that's great and fun and you cut up and, but the actual management part of the people that is, that is not so much, uh, yeah. not the fun part. And how many people do you have working for you now? We currently have seven, seven. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. What do you, what do you do there to kind of like, what have you done to kind of, um, improve your skill set on you know managing people just books reading yeah articles yeah um typically what i have done in in all aspects of my life is if i want to know something i look at that particular topic i don't necessarily read just generic books um sometimes i do but most of the time it's very topic research quick gives me what i need Mm -hmm. and uh, so a lot of articles yeah some podcasts yeah yeah okay yeah 
I feel like that's the way a lot of people are learning now these days, right? The, I've spoken to a lot of business owners where same thing, they don't have any experience, you know, but all that information is out there. Yep. And part of it is just trial and error, yep. you know, just going through it and, and, and doing that. Um, yeah. All right. So let's, let's dive into like outside of work. What do you like doing? Boating. 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 Getting out on the water. Uh, but we have three kids, so uh, we're usually busy doing something, whether it's baseball, my daughter's dance. She's yeah. starting cheerleading now. Um, so just things around the house with the family. Yeah. But our big thing that we enjoy as a family is boating. Boating. Yeah. So you guys get out every weekend or? Not every weekend. Yeah. Uh, a lot of times we do during the week. So when oh, the kids nice. get out of school, yeah. we'll grab them. We'll go, go out on the boat. Yeah. Go have dinner at the island. That's pretty cool. Or in the morning, if if I'm flexible with my schedule, drop the kids off. Me and the wife will go out. Yeah. Take the baby. But yeah, it's definitely and it's probably quieter on the water than the weekends. It's so quiet, it's, <laughs> especially the mornings on the weekdays. Yeah, it's gorgeous. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. you see more wildlife. You see more dolphins. You see more things out mm-hmm. there. Mm-hmm. And it's just slick calm in the morning. Yeah, I used I used to do a lot of fishing, and um, I had a buddy that we we do a lot of like night fishing. Yeah, and it's it's cool it's like the the transition like so we'd go out probably like five six o'clock mm-hmm. and then you know we do a little fishing catch some bait and that sort of stuff and then kind of get ready for the the nighttime and fishing mm-hmm. in the dark and whatnot and that transition like when the sun goes down it's like everything just quiets down yep. you know and it's it's just cool to be out on the water uh during those moments yeah the wind stops yeah it does yeah. it's so cool it's the sun it's the heat that makes the yeah. wind go so yeah yeah, it's just a it's a cool experience. So if you haven't done that, do it. You gotta do it. Get out yeah. of the water. Yeah. Absolutely. Um what about do you have like a favorite spot that you guys like going to? Uh three rooker. Three typically. rooker. Yeah. Or Ancloat. Yeah. Ancloat's cool. Yeah, yeah. Ancloat's cool. Have you guys ever camped out there? We have not. Okay. Talked about it. Yeah. But again, three young kids. It's that would be a lot. Yeah. Yeah. I'd be scared I'd wake up and one of the kids would be in the water in the middle of the night or you, <laughs> you don't know. <laughs> Yeah, I did that before. Before kids, I, I camped out did there. Did you camp? Yeah. You got any issues with horse flies or? Um, no. So the first time, I actually kayaked out there, and um, brought like a tent and all that kind of stuff. And I don't think I brought shoes. Um, so I, I maybe I had sandals or something like that. But I'm like, I don't I need shoes. I can be on the beach and that sort of stuff. Yeah. But like in the north end of the island where you can camp, um, if you go like off the beach. There's a lot of like the sand spurs and stuff all oh, over the place. So I was trying to go get firewood oh. and I'm walking in like a field of sand spurs. It didn't work out. No, it's good. Good to know. Yeah. Yeah. I might so, take my son out there. Maybe. Can't. Yeah. It's fun. So it's the North tip. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. I've never been up there. I always do the South tip or we'll do like three rooker. Okay. I'll stay right in that. Oh area. yeah. 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 I gotta go I, check it out. Have there. you been to the lighthouse then? I have not. Okay. I've never done that either. No. I mean, you see it. It's always there. Yeah. <laughs> what do you have to go on the west side, on the Gulf side, and then? Um, no, I think it's on the on the east side. Isn't there's a, there's a dock on the east side? Are you allowed to dock up there? I don't know. Oh, that's a good question. A big concrete. I think. Concrete. You're right. You're right. Yep. A big concrete. Yeah. Yep. I don't know. I I try not to get too close because it's shallow up there. Yeah. 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 I think there's a little there's a little hole right right by the um okay. where the dock's at. Um, but yeah, the North end, the North end is cool. I mean, it's, it's, um, it's crazy like waking up or going out there, like you said, first thing in the morning Yeah, and you go on that, on the Gulf side and it just doesn't even feel like you're in Florida, No, you know, 
it's so nice. cool to experience that yeah, it is yeah um so anything else besides boating like what do you guys what's what's one of your favorite spots um besides boating um to do in the area like favorite restaurant park something like that restaurant well it depends we'll get on kicks lately we've been on zimzari's which is up in trinity okay then there's Thai Samurai, which is up in Trinity as well. We live in, in East Lake, like the very north oh, okay, side okay, of East okay. Lake. So yeah. we're right there by Keystone. Yeah. Um, so we'll venture down into Palm Harbor. We'll go to Tarpon Springs. We'll go to Trinity. Um, but we just hit different restaurants. There's really none. What type of food is that, are those? Uh, Zimzar's is a, like a Californian okay. type of meal. Okay. Uh, California Mexican. Mm-hmm. And then Thai Samurai is Thai. Okay. That's good. Yeah. You nice. Check it out. Nice. Yeah. I don't, the, honestly, like the East Lake area, it's like one way in, one way out, right? So I don't, I don't go up there too often. Yeah. There's one, there's two ways. You can go key, uh, Keystone Road to, mm-hmm. and then shoot down East Lake Road. Yep. Or you come up through Boot Ranch. Yep. Yeah. But once you're in there, you're locked because you got a lake on one side and you got woods on the other. Yeah. I know. Yeah. It is pretty cool, though. That's, that's, that's the neat thing about um, the East Lake area. Unless right. you're in the traffic. Right. <laughs> Just don't go, um, what, like 8 o'clock in the morning yeah. or 5 o'clock at night. Yeah, it'll get bad. Yeah. Yeah. I used to, I went to East Lake High School. Um, okay, that's right. Yeah. So, so I, I, I know all about that area. Yeah. Yeah. So, awesome, John. Well, thanks for being here. How can, um, how can people get a hold of you? How can they get some quotes from you? Yeah, they can check us out on our website. It's myreliantinsurance.com. And uh, on there, we have stuff about our team, about our company, mm-hmm. um, and you can get a quote right there. Yeah. And it's a pretty easy website. I was on there earlier and it's like super informative. It's clean. Yeah. Pretty simple. Yeah. Absolutely. Awesome. And we'll have all the links in the description for everyone Wonderful. below. But, I appreciate um, that. Yeah. Thanks for being here, John. All right. Thank you. Thank you again for listening to another episode of Palm Harbor Local. I really hope you got a ton of value out of today's episode. Now, if you're looking to connect with the guest or just get more information on the episode, then you can check the description below. I'll have all the links in the episode as well as a link back to my website. It's palmharborlocal.com where you can stay up to date on what's going on with the podcast and sign up there to join the locals. Let's get after it this week. And remember, together, we keep Palm Harbor Local.